Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. There's no question we've got the best in the booth. That's why Murph and Marcus catch up with Krook right now. Right now. On KNBR 104.5 FM and 680 AM. All right, we do it with Mike Kruko every Tuesday and Thursday, but this is getting fun because one week from today, Marcus and I will be broadcasting from Scottsdale. One week from Saturday is the first game on KNBR. And March 28th, opener in San Diego is not that far away. So much to go through. And Mike, Mike is, of course, brought to us by NorCal Honda. Honda is value. You get a great deal now at your NorCal Honda dealers, and I want to remind everybody before we welcome Mike, it's Fan Fest final stop is this Saturday at Oracle Park. It's open 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Come on in. We got the trophies. We got alumni broadcasters, Lucille, photo ops. You can get into the park this Saturday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's free. Brought to you by Dignity Health, the Alameda County Probations Department, Amici's East Coast Pizzeria, and the Alameda County Sheriff's Office. So, Saturday, Oracle Park, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Mike, good morning. How are you? Hey, morning, Mike. Yeah, good. Um, the high Sierra is gorgeous, beautiful. A little weather last night, a little snow on top of the hill. We're getting rain here, but it's just spectacular. And guess what I can smell? Springtime. Yeah! Right, right, right. I mean, here we go. The pitchers are down there. We had all sorts of little stories coming out, whether it was Logan Webb telling all the young pitchers they had to say good morning to someone, or whether it was Alex Cobb saying he might be ahead of schedule or whether it was Bob Melvin talking about uh, Jung-Hoo Lee as his leadoff guy. Uh, what what grabbed you yesterday? Well, all of them. I mean, it's just uh, the storylines out of spring training, uh, for the most part, are good. It's, it's fun to listen to uh, Logan Webb talk about the kids. <laughs> he, mm. he's, he's still a kid, you know. But it just it gives you an idea as to how he has earned the right to be the veteran that now gives advice, which I think is always a great story. When the young players start to emerge into that role, I love that about spring training, and uh, and of course the new skipper. I mean, you get an idea as to what it meant to him to be able to put that uniform on, and uh, he was quite candid about that. Um, being raised in the Bay Area, and and you know, and Mel was a baseball player. You know, he paid close attention to both teams, the A's and the Giants, and and uh, and as it turns out, he got a chance to wear both the uniforms, which is quite special. So. You know, he feels the the the, uh, the urgency. He feels the uh, the weight of that uniform, which is so cool about putting it on, especially for a Bay Area kid. So I thought those were great stories coming out. Yeah, and Mike, one of the stories I'm looking forward to the most is Bob Melvin working with some of his young catchers. Obviously, everybody's going to talk about Patrick Bailey, but Tom Murphy gets brought in this offseason, and Joey Bart is still on the 40-man roster. So how much do you think Bob Melvin can help the development of all three of these catchers? Tons. Tons. Um, you know, I, I've always thought that, um, you know, I played 17 years. It took me 10 years to learn how to pitch. It took me 10 years to really know what I was doing, um, to be able to win with bad stuff. I mean, to be able to read hitters and read situation and to be able to, you know, take the ball every fifth day and, and basically give your team a chance based on whatever stuff you had that day. And catchers are identical. The pitchers, their education comes in little bits and pieces, and for the most 
part, you know, the way you learn is by sticking your finger in the fan. The education price is high, and you make mistakes, you learn from them. And and Bob Melvin was a cerebral catcher when he got to the big leagues as a young catcher, and then he just kept adding to his knowledge, not only as a player, but when he became a coach and a manager. So the way that he evaluates a catcher, whether you have one year in professional baseball or 15 years in professional baseball, he'll have something that he can tell you that'll make you better. And uh, so, I mean, if you're standing around the guy, keep your ears open. And, and the other thing, too, about about Mel, and, I, and I've likened his style to Roger Craig. Roger Craig was a guy who was you always were aware that he was a teacher. But, you know, you, you didn't just take everything for face value. He, he, he would throw a few things out there that made you know, little sense to you. And he wanted you to challenge him. And Mel's that way. He likes to argue. He likes to he likes to get a player to think, to get those those wheels turning in his brain to to make a point and to disagree. And um and it, it's it's just all part of your education. So if you're Joey Bart, if you're if you're Tom Murphy, I mean you you know, you you get after it. You you challenge him, you talk ball and you will get better hanging around Bob Melvin. It's kind of amazing that Marcus brought that up, that Joey Bart's still around. Like, wow. I mean, yeah, and that's going to be a story we're going to have to follow. So, I mean, I still expect the Giants to make a bunch of moves. I mean, it's just crazy, this hot stove league. Now pitchers and catchers have reported, and the Cy Young winner doesn't have a team. I mean, we've been talking about this all winter, Mike, and now we're actually here. But it's crazy that the pitchers and catchers have reported, and Blake Snell's nowhere. But he will get somewhere for a lot of money, and... I don't know whether that's San Francisco, but that leads us to the next question. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes! Finally budgeting for me! (laughs) I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget! (laughs) Find out more by searching the the Stacking Benjamins podcast, wherever you listen. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital Seal, It means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. If there was anything that was news yesterday, it was that Reggie Crawford, the first-round draft pick of the Giants, has decided to forego his two-way dream, no longer going to be a hitter, only a pitcher. There's a lot that goes into that. Marcus said he saw him down in San Jose, and he loved the motion and the easy power that came out of his left hand. Uh, a little bit of bad news, though. He has a lat strain, which is going to sideline for three or four weeks, which is really bad news. But also the Giants said that he might be able to move fast. I don't know if you've been able to see this guy, the power left arm, and, and what you think about him saying, no, I, I'm, I'm only going to become a pitcher now. It's just it, it's too, too, much, <laughs> too much to ask, perhaps. Well, I mean, it's the hardest thing in sport, and that's to hit a baseball. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have seen him in video. I have not seen him in person. But – the beauty of video is that, you know, you can see how athletic a guy is. I mean, you, you look at the way that, uh, he is in command of his balance throughout his motion and how, how consistently he repeats the stroke. I mean, that's athleticism. And, uh, and this guy gets great extension through his movement. And, 
and and so I, you know, being as athletic as he is, I mean, you can teach him things. You can take him and say, okay, now here's the deal. You hold the grip this way. You move your thumb under your forefinger. You move your thumb under your middle finger. These will give you different types of movement. This type of movement is against is good against this type of a hitter. This type of movement is good as this type of in this type of situation. And you start teaching them bits and pieces. Um, when you throw, when a guy comes up to through through professional baseball and he throws hard, you basically just kind of leave him alone. But this guy, I think, is is a guy who can come fast because he can learn the nuances of of the grip of the game of the situation. And uh, and it's really kind of uh, a, a very difficult thing. It's why you don't see many guys do it. That's why Otani is such a, an incredible specimen of of athletes, just because he's been able to do both. Um, but I look, if something happens to, happens to Crawford's arm, he'll go right back with the bat. I mean, he still can always go back. I mean, they they want him to concentrate on pitching now, but. There's no guarantee he may not go back the other way at some point in his career. But right now, I think his best chance to get to the big leagues, and that's the lure for a young player. You want to get to the big leagues. And I think his best chance to get there quickly is with his arm. Yeah, and we'll see what the Giants plan to do with Bryce Eldridge, another two-way player in their system. But, Mike, it's an exciting time for left-handed pitching prospects with the Giants, whether we're talking Reggie Crawford, obviously Kyle Harrison looks to make a big impact this year. And I also want to ask you about Carson Wisenhunt. Uh-huh a guy that was flying through the minor leagues last year before he dealt with an elbow sprain at the end of the season. How much run do you think he's going to be getting this year in spring training, and do you think he's got a chance to crack the big league roster? Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's going to break out of camp, but he's going to be in the big leagues this year. I mean, you just look at the guy's body. He's got a big league body. He's he's built for abuse. You can throw him out there three, four days a week and not even worry about him. Um, he's a beast. Um, and, and there's another couple guys physically that I saw. Um, you know, if you ever want to have fun, and, and this is – an open invitation to uh, all Giants fans. You know, go just get any any name in the minor leagues, and you can go pick up some video on them. They don't have to necessarily be on the on the major league roster, but go take a look at the prospects and go take a look at how these guys look on video, how they swing the bat, how how they throw the ball, what type of arm slot they have, what type of breaking ball they have. It's intriguing. I mean, I've spent hours. I mean, winter time for me is is the time to go in there and just start going back into video and see what's down in the minor leagues. Because, I mean, oftentimes that's how they scout guys now. That's how good the video is. And you can see it from behind. You can see it from uh, first base. You can see it from behind the plate. You get a lot of looks with it, and uh, it really is educational. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. If you sacrifice your dream for the sake of satisfying someone else, that can often lead to ongoing resentment, which then poisons a relationship subtly, slowly, but it does. And if he doesn't want to let you down, then your dreams matter. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Yeah, it is good, and uh, we're looking forward to it. So now that we're here, Mike, and we've talked to you about this almost every time we've talked to you since the season ended about the Hot Stove League, but now that we're actually here and they're in camp and pitchers and catchers have reported, how bonkers is it that Blake Snell doesn't have a team, Jordan Montgomery doesn't have a team? And I don't know, do you see the Giants as still players in that kind of sweepstakes, or do you feel like, no, nah, feels like their rotation with Robbie Ray, Jordan Hicks, uh, and these young guys is enough? No, I do think they're going to keep looking for pitching. I don't think you can ever have enough pitching, and uh, and so I, you know, it, it, I don't think the clock's ticking as loudly for for hitters like Bellinger, 
who's out there, um, like Chapman, who's out there. But I do think it's ticking for the pitchers. Because if you start missing starts in spring training, every start you miss, you get set back. I mean, it takes time to build up your arm. It takes four or five starts against live opponents that aren't wearing your uniform. That's the only way you get maximum, maximum extension. And that's the only way that you break your arm down to be able to rebuild it between starts. And the longer it takes for you to sign, the longer it's going to take for you to make a, a contribution. The other thing I don't, I, I've never liked about it is guys try to rush. They try to come back too early. Yeah, I am fine after three starts. B.S., you need all five, pal. You need to extend out. You need those 30 innings you're going to get in spring training. And uh, so I do think that, t- that the clock's ticking for, uh, for uh, Montgomery and Snell and every other pitcher that's still unsigned and not out there on the, on the field. And I'm actually glad you brought that up, Mike, because I was thinking about the advantages or disadvantage of signing late into spring training. Now, obviously, batters will tell you they want to see live pitching. They want to see more live at-bats. But I think I'm with you. It's more important for pitchers to build up that arm strength. Now, you can tell us the difference between building up that arm strength in bullpens off on the side versus facing live batters in a game. You can throw bullpens. You can throw BP all you want. And you, and you, you know because the next day you're not sore. I mean, you're building up strength a little bit, but the very first, I mean, I've done this, throwing a ton in the offseason. Get to the very first outing in spring training where you're going to throw 30 pitches, like two innings, right? And you go out there and, and you you got people in the stands. That helps too. And, uh, you know, you're extending it. Next day you wake up, <laughs> you feel like you haven't done a thing in the offseason. You're hurting in 42 different places. and uh, And that's how you break your arm down. When the arm comes back and you're good to go for your next start, you become stronger. And now you can throw 45 pitches, and then it goes to 60, and then to 75, and then you can get it up to 100. We used to be responsible for 125 pitches. That's what they wanted you to be able to throw when you came out of spring training. Now, I mean, they're breaking camp with guys around 80, figuring that their first start they're going to be able to get up to 100, and they're kind of using their first start as their last start that we used to use in spring training. So it's, it's changed a little bit. I mean, they're so paranoid about guys throwing too much early in the year where it's going to hurt them in, in uh, September and possibly October. They're really, they really handle guys with kid gloves. I don't think they should, but that's the way it is. That's the way it's evolved. Well, lots of, lots of activity. Giants keep moving in the margins, too. Guys like Amir Garrett, minor league deal, Otto Velez, a utility guy from Toronto, Austin Warren, a right-hander reliever from the Angels. All these little moves you got to keep up with, but we're still waiting for the big, big ones. But, Mike, i gonna leave it on this and say, by the way, I want to thank you. Did you know that your, your strong statements on the Niners Tuesday gave the 49ers, I mean, gave KNBR days of content? You, you rattled some cages, and we're, like, using you in promos. How about that? Congratulations. You're a football analyst, Mike. You're a football analyst. Yeah, I'm a football analyst. guy now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know what? It, I kind of speak for the fans, and I think that everybody kind of had a belly full of it. And, you know, you just need to applaud these guys more than, than, than run them down. Because right now they're, they're at the bottom. They're, they're crushed they didn't win. They're crushed they didn't deliver for their fan base. Who supports a team better than Niner fans? Nobody. And as a player, you want to reward them for that, that loyalty. And, uh, and when you don't do it, it hurts. 
So I, I hope I did light a fuse. I didn't hear any of it, so I'm mistaken your word. You're the new John Madden. You're the new Troy Aikman. You're the guy. Uh, all right, Mike. Well, listen, uh, obviously this weekend's going to be big. Something might happen by next Tuesday, and then obviously we'll be really getting going next Tuesday when the position players report. So have a great weekend in the beautiful high Sierras, and we'll talk to you Tuesday. Mike Kuko is brought to you by NorCal Honda. Honda is value. Get a great deal now at your NorCal Honda dealers. And the great Dante Whitner joins Papa in London at 1230 today. Uh, okay, the big hit. Steve Wilkes fired. Are you with the national narrative that this is a, a scapegoat move by Kyle Shanahan to take the attention off his failings? Or are you with people who are a little closer to the team saying, eh, it wasn't the right fit, this was the right move? And if so... Who do you want? Mm. 808 KMBR is the phone number. We'll hit it all next on KMBR 1045 and 680 of Esports. Guess what I can smell? Springtime. Yeah! The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 